Welcome to Blur Culture Radio! And I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Ethan. I'm Ethan. I'm currently playing Breath of the Wild as I'm podcasting. <laughs> Me too! How about you, uh, Sean? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not because I'm an adult and I'm buying adult things like houses. Lies. Yeah. Uh, that was our good friend, Sean Humphrey, who I just wanted to you know, tag there because he couldn't get the inevitable, the amazing. I, 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 had, I, had the, I had the opportunity. I gave it up to be responsible because I'm an adult. Lies. Sean is getting a house by the end of the month, so our houses aren't import- more important than Switch. But, you know, do your thing. Uh, join us as we discuss the bloodiest <laughs> topics on a bi-weekly basis. <laughs> Today, we discuss Logan. We finally Yay. get into the, uh, the Nintendo Switch, as previously talked about. And <laughs> Zelda Breath of the Wild, potentially the greatest game of all time. <clears throat> but Remember, less important than anything to do with X-Men. Lies. Like, like Logan, for example. <laughs> Before we start the show, remember that if you don't like anything we are talking about, skip ahead by checking the timestamps in the description and find something you'd actually like to hear. With that said, we will start with Logan. Such an amazing movie to start off the year as far as superhero and comic book franchises go. I loved it. Uh, Ethan loved it. Sean loved it. But Sean, let's uh, give us more on it. All right. I'm going to give you like a super quick synopsis of what happens. So Logan Wolverine is going through something really bad where his healing uh, factor does not work. He meets a wonderful little girl uh, who is the most adorable little badass since Jack-Jack from The Incredibles. And he has to save her by taking her to, I think it was North Dakota, and then they need to go to Canada. Along for the ride comes Professor X and Caliban, and that is basically the movie. Um, There's also lots of other little baby mutants who are also super badass. Um, And this movie is just so good. It is so, yes. so good. This is like the gritty Logan that we've been looking for um, pretty much ever since Hugh Jackman appeared on screen. Uh, he's been better, uh, a better example of Wolverine than we could have ever asked for. But if we're honest, he was never like the version that we had in the comics. Um, I'm not the hugest Wolverine fan, but as an X-Men fan, I have like a soft spot in my heart for him. And uh, Hugh Jackman just killed it in this one. That gruff, just anger that he feels um, after what has happened after. Spoiler alert real fast. It's been out for a couple weeks, so we're just going to have to spoil some things for you. Um, All the spoilers. (laughs) Um, So we find out that Professor X has accidentally basically uh, contributed to wiping out all of the mutants in the world. Um, And so finding out that there are so many little baby ones, one of whom, uh, Laura also known as X-23, happens to be Wolverine's uh, clone-slash-daughter. Um, it's just so nice to see like this this X-Men world just rebuilding after utter destruction. Yes. Um, yeah. Mind you, yeah, I did, just want to mention her name. Uh, Daphne Keene, which is uh, the actress who yes. played X-23. Absolutely amazing. But go ahead. Oh, she was so good. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I just want to kind of go over my personal connection to Wolverine, which is basically like there is none. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, well, like he's just a character that I never, like, related to. It's not like I disliked him. Like, I liked him good enough. Like, especially, like, Hugh Jackman. Like, there's not going to be another, like, Wolverine you know, like Hugh Jackman. And, you know, I, I can't nope. speak to, um, you know, Sean's history of Wolverine. Like, I kind of just know the cartoon and then know Hugh Jackman's. 
Um, but I do know that this is basically a performance of a lifetime. Um, Logan is the first movie where I, I feel like I actually felt for him. I understood mm-hmm. him. And like I could tell from the, the trailer and from the fact that this is aptly named, you know, his name and not his like mutant name, that yes. this was going to go into deeper levels of who he is as a person, not just a, a mutant, which to me, that that's always my, my favorite part. Like that's how you, you sell me like on like whoever becomes a favorite hero of mine. It, it has really little to do with their powers. It has to, to do what they stand for and who they are and what those powers symbolize. Um, yeah. So with Logan, it definitely exceeded my expectations. I don't know what it is currently with like genre films because like Rogue One killed me like especially at the end and then like this movie I just felt more than I ex- expected to. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's because like I'm like becoming old or yeah. like it's because of like the current climate of like what's going on in the world today. I'm just feeling, feeling like my emotions are like raw. Um, and so it's, 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 it's very cathartic to see this character after everything that he's gone through to basically still fight. Like it's, it's something within him, this animalistic nature, whatever you want, want to call it. Um, and it's, it's something so kind of endearing and powerful about his continuing to go on uh, in, in spite of, of, of so much tragedy and mm-hmm. that there's still hope in the darkest of times. Yes. Yeah. I want to uh, give two random thank yous. Okay. First, thank you. I'm assuming, I'm going to just say Deadpool, right? Because if <laughs> Deadpool wasn't successful as a rated yeah. R movie, I don't think yeah. he would have gotten how gritty this Logan movie was. Also, and yeah, it needed thing. to be gritty to work. And I'm so glad it worked with Deadpool because, because, uh, Fox one obviously gave the rated R name, but also they named the movie Logan. Like Fox could have definitely been like <laughs> extend nope. out Wolverine Logan story. The story of old man Logan <laughs> X 23's beginnings. <laughs> <laughs> but they named it Logan and they just, and, and that's all you needed. And I'm, I'm glad they had enough faith in like the fans to know that like, we will understand if you just name this Logan, we know exactly what we're going to do. And it flow, it shows the first week it made $83 million. So they, mm-hmm. so obviously they have to see that and know that we aren't dumb anymore. Like there are a lot more comic book fans than there, than there was back in the day. And they're not ashamed anymore to be out here being excited about stuff or whatever. So hopefully they're stepping out into the light. They're like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're, 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 they're not burning. Like was it? Co- 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 Caliban, Caliban. Caliban. I, I almost said Calypso. I was like, <laughs> I was like but it's not Calypso. <laughs> um, so no, but honestly, honestly, I think like the grittiness, the the realness of this, uh, also contributed to bring in all of that money because it it brings in people who might feel like they're too cool to see a superhero yes, movie. So this was kind of like the superhero movie for people who don't like superheroes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my god! It was such a good movie. Um, So I see it. I definitely want to say, yeah, you kind of and like you like do yourself a favor and just see it because this is literally Hugh Jackman has been Wolverine for seventeen years now, and this is the actor who's played this role the same the most amount of times in the history of movies. No one has ever played the same character this many. I think he was like at nine or something like that. I can't remember. Um, Mm -hmm. But like he has a record. He obviously loves this character more than I can say for any other character, more than Jared Leto, lesbian Joker. (laughs) (laughs) He loves this character to the night. And I, and I know like, I know he probably 
if he wanted to like he could i mean if he had the age and like obviously like had the regimen because i heard about his regimen to be to to get that you know physically because he was absolutely ridiculous in days of future past that was the most mm-hmm. insane workout i ever seen for him um <laughs> yeah it looked so like I'm sure, like literally, looked like an action figure. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Especially in the beginning scene where the guy, the guys tried to shoot him. Um. So I'm sure he why he would like love to keep doing these movies, but like you know, you kind of just have to to end it on the high note, and he definitely ended mm-hmm. it on a friggin' high note with this movie, man. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and also, also, I mean, also, it, it gets overshadowed, but this is the last time Patrick Stewart is going to be Professor X. Like we're not. No. Yeah. He said oh, yeah. he said that that he's not doing it anymore, and it's the reason why that hurts me the most is because when I was a kid. And I watched the X Men, uh, the X Men cartoon. Immediately, I thought mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart is Xavier. Exactly. So when the first yeah. movie came out in 1999, and Patrick Stewart was Xavier, do you understand? I've only got that right <laughs> twice. I got that right with him, and I got that right with Snape, Professor Snape from Harry Potter. <laughs> when I read that book, I thought it was Alan Rickman. I was like, in my brain, mm-hmm. when you read books without pictures, like you always just imagine what actors playing them. Alan Rickman yeah. in my brain, and when Alan Rickman was friggin' Snape, bro, I could not, I they could not <laughs> have him lie. And, and, and both of these examples have been. I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. Where they? Oh, Ethan's impression of Alan Rickman was kind of <laughs> awesome. Just said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you caught his up. Do not lie to me. <laughs> Go ahead, That's my favorite Snape line. But I know. <laughs> um no but like both of these just like you imagine these these actors but not only where did these actors end up being cast but they also ended up literally being perfect in the roles like they became the characters in your head you you remove any anything that didn't quite fit them in the books or in the comics or in the cartoons you kind of replace all of that with these characters because they're flawless like it's just uh um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see Patrick Stewart as the quintessential Professor X. Mm-hmm. Like, as, as Troy said, I feel like I had that same thing where it's like when he was announced and I, I saw that first trailer of X-Men, it was like, of course, like, <laughs> who else was, what was it going to be? Mm-hmm. But, but then, you know, that, that was my first introduction to Hugh Jackman as it was for most people. Yeah, right. And right. Um, I, I feel like just from the onset, people felt that, like, yes, like this is... Wolverine, this is our Wolverine. There was no kind of like, as far as I heard, like any like people refuting that fact. It just made utter and, and complete sense. And I feel like over the years, he, he's only crafted this character even like better. And so I'm, I'm just happy that now like the writer um, of this film was able to do exactly what he wanted to do and didn't have to cater to the more kind of, I guess, action oriented less yes. into the depth of a character allowing him to have quiet moments allowing for the the, the film to breathe allowing for yes. connections to happen for uh motifs and metaphors and allusions and all, all the things that i love as a writer implemented into superhero comic books which is like my, my favorite genre mm-hmm. so you know the, these two things aren't mutually ex- exclusive and the fact that this movie like got made just speaks to to me, the respect that they have to have for a this character, this franchise, and for Hugh Jackman, because I will now put it at the top of um, probably my definitely my top ten favorite superhero films, which sure. I never sure. would have thought <laughs> that like you know because like to, to to be completely honest, like I mix up 
than previous Wolverine films. Like it's all into one amalgamation of a Wolverine story that I didn't much care about. Like the first one was a mess. The second one happened in Japan. So that's all you need. (laughs) Okay. Because I'm like, yeah. The second one was good okay. for up until like the last 15 minutes. The last 15 minutes. Really the second fun. one was fun. I think the second one gets a little bit more credit than I think it deserves. Yeah. But um, it was an entertain. It was definitely an entertaining movie. It was a fun movie. Um, right. Go ahead, Ema. The thing, like, ultimately, like my thing is like I I love being moved, and it's like the superhero medium is something that can and should move people. Mm-hmm. And it's like even when I go in, in to see a film. Like about superheroes, like yes, I, I want the action and adventure and the secret identities and, and that stuff, but it's about who, who they are as people. When I went in to see the, the first Captain America, I went in with um, mediocre expectations and perhaps that's why my uh, expectations were all, all but killed and Captain America became my, my favorite Marvel character because I really felt like I understood him in a way that I never did before. And for the, for the first time, like this is what logan has done on such a a high scale yeah mm-hmm. I, the thing the, i mean the thing about what hugh jackman has done with this character too is that like not only is 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 wolverine like the polar opposite of him as a, as of hugh jackman as a as a real person but also so much about the movie version of wolverine is just completely wrong from the comics but people forgive it because he's so convincingly he's so becomes that character that it's like okay no he's not the the short uh irritable just kind of a-hole all the time but he is so much more than that and you love him for it you love him in the in that role for it yeah yeah i was gonna also say um just to I me mean, kind of subvert but like uh james mangold the director um i just went like to this is like he did the wolverine initially to the, the second i mean the sequel uh the sequel to mm-hmm. origins or whatever uh, and, but then he really, I can tell, like, he really got to do what he wanted with this movie. And I'm happy because like, it just shows you that if I, okay, say I told, if I told my mom that movie, right? And I didn't tell her that this is a comic book, right? Like, you could just completely submerge yourself, submerge yourself into that world that this is just a a good movie about this guy's travel right. and being at the end of the road of his story or whatever, right? And it just, like, it makes me happy because it makes me think maybe they'll just keep approaching these other ideas for, you know, like, I don't need, I don't need... <clears throat> There's one one thing about Suicide Squad that I didn't like. I don't need it to be an end of the world situation every time mm-hmm. I come to these superhero movies, right? Like, <laughs> right. Suicide Squad right, did right. not. <clears throat> that's the one thing I, I did not. I will say it, it did not need the idea that this thing was going to kill the world. Like I don't. Not for that. I moment. don't think it fit with the characters that they had. No, it's exactly. you know no, what I mean. So like yeah. so for Logan, that it, was the biggest flaw. It's literally just a personal story. Like it's just him. They got this girl. They just want to take her to a place, and that's it. Like that's that's like that like it's considered like that's all. It doesn't have to be. I mean, obviously there's a back end where it's like they're 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 trying to capture or to make these super soldiers, or whatever. But mind you, I also quick shout out to the the villain. Um, that guy was I've never seen that guy before, but I like him a lot. He had a lot of charisma. It just he just <laughs> yeah. Like, he, every he, time he was on screen and he would just say anything, I just wanted him to keep saying stuff, man. Like, <laughs> like when that when uh, X twenty three like keep calling her by her actual name, but when X twenty three came out with the head, his name is Boyd, Boyd Holbrook. Oh, that guy, way. yeah, he was dope, man. He, he, I, I just, I hope, I, I hope he gets picked up for more things because he was just, and, and mind you, I, I bet you that's not his accent either. Uh, I bet you he's like British. Because <laughs> I keep, I keep. Hello, um, but like, so, when X-23, no, he is from Kentucky. Oh wow, okay, cool. That's the first like you know usually like you see Get Out, you see Daniel Kaluuya, and you're like, oh, that's a black dude. Like, no, he's literally from Britain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I mean, he is a when he walks out, you know what I mean. Uh, well, 
African American. Uh, <laughs> 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 Anyhow, uh, so when the girl walks black. out, uh, <laughs> when X twenty three walks out with the head, and he, like, mm-hmm. you, like, what is that first? And then she drops it, and it's like, oh, it's a head. And then she slowly brings the blades out, and he goes, no, 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 like that. Like he just he knew how to take every part of his scene that he was in and just like. Like I was like gauge like he was my outside of Hugh he was my favorite well outside of Daphne too he was my favorite character <laughs> <laughs> well outside of Patrick Stewart <laughs> no, no. I mean Patrick Stewart was good in his role but like the standouts to me were Daph that little girl Daphne and Hugh because Daphne oh my I don't know where they found this little girl from man but she was Spain absolutely amazing <laughs> you're dumb absolutely <laughs> um, <laughs> absolutely um yo everything her facial like the how 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 like yeah. feral she had to be like she had to be like the young wolverine with the rage or whatever and like from the first mm-hmm. scene when she's like just murdering everybody and was her yelling and and like oh my god yo she was just yeah. it was like it was like watching wolverine in in tiny yeah. form it was <clears throat> basically so it was like it was it was awesome but also like a little bit adorable even though there was blood yes. flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah it's like oh, oh. <laughs> it's decapitating oh. um i i i I know Sean mentioned uh, relating her to Jack. Jack, what my mind went to was Hate Girl. I'd probably like the yeah. most like recent yeah. like, mm-hmm. little That's girl good. like who just like goes off on people. And for some reason, perhaps it's like a mini Buffy effect that I have. I just love that. I don't know what that what that says, but <laughs> she did like an an amazing job. Like it, it didn't feel like oh this little girl is like she's hurt. Like no, like she was like tearing people up. And like mm-hmm. this was a believable thing that I was like watching, and I like believed in this girl's mannerisms and how she walked and how she looked like you would assume that yes this girl was like tortured and like yeah. raised to be this way like this 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 real animal and then on top of, of that that this little girl is logan's true daughter you know, yeah, you know. yeah because at the same time you see that her main goal is to get back to her friends to protect her friends which is what logan has done ever since he found the x-men so it's just yeah. it's just kind of like the same thing all over again without repeating the same story you know, right every end is a new beginning basically i was gonna say i don't know much about x23 except she just has two claws and i know they like people were upset with her in in comics because they tried to sexualize her so a lot of people were just happy that they made her just a girl in the film um but mm-hmm. i what she reminded me of kind of until she started talking um was uh cassandra kane bad girl i knew, I knew you, you know i was gonna say that <laughs> because in her story like she just raised she's born into the mind, well, raised in the mindset to just kill things, right? Just learn, she, her language was killing, right? So when, that, that's like all that they pumped into in, into da, uh, the Daphne's character, and it was just, oh my gosh, it was so good. Mm-hmm. So uh, just out of curiosity, what do you guys think as far as the future of X-Men in, in general, not, not just including this movie or whatever, but just in general, what do y'all expect uh, now that they've, they've lost one of their key players in Logan? So are you talking about like, the main x-men series are you talking about the the, the kids that we what, met in whatever you want i mean i like i i, I, just, I mean because like with x-men obviously x-men apocalypse wasn't well received deadpool is kind of like their flagship now that logan's gone um like mm-hmm. in, for the franchise um, in general, what do you what do you guys want I, I would say that i'm excited for these movies to have the opportunity to focus on other characters that aren't wolverine because as much as i do yes. love wolverine almost every single x-men movie was uh, Wolverine and Friends, you know what I mean, and and because Hugh Jackman is so good, he made that okay. But there are so many, so so many great characters uh, in the X Men universe that I want to get to know, um, and especially I I I would love to get a proper um, 
a, a, a proper uh, Cyclops. I like the new one that we have, and I'd like to see that uh, uh, be fleshed out uh, in addition to Jean Grey. And so, um, yeah, that's that's what I that's what I'm excited about in X Men is that there's this is a new opportunity to flesh out the universe further uh, and go in just totally n- different directions yeah. so that don't have to try to tie him in. That would be cool. What I would like, and I'm going to sound like an X-Men nerd for like these this next segment because I actually did some research about it. So I think it, it, it would be cool if they kind of followed this storyline and did like an Alpha Flight movie mm-hmm. where like Alpha Flight, which I'm sure Sean knows more than me, but it's like this Canadian version of X-Men basically. And there's this theory that um, where X-23 and company were going was, you know, over the border into Canada to meet up with Alpha Flight or what it might be called is X-Flight in, in this X-Men franchise film. Mm. Um, and the reason why they you know, couldn't cross the border is because they have jurisdiction over in, in Canada. So mm. I think it would be like a cool new like starting point to have like this new era, this new country even, and kind of like the social climate of mutants in this new part of the world that we haven't really discovered in this universe. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that that actually did cross my mind. Um, so I'm glad you brought that I was up. Gonna, me too. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I will say, if if anything, X Men Apocalypse, how it ended, I liked the new cast of, of people that they had, and I would love for them to continue on with them. But I always thought they haven't, from, to my knowledge, um, have they've never done anything in these X Men movies about Morlocks, right? Hmm. No. Okay. I mean, not. So really I just no. remember. Morlocks are uh, well to the listeners who don't know. Morlocks are like the mutants who are like have a physical defect on top of their actual human ability. So they kind of they don't look as appealing and amazing and pretty as <laughs> you know <laughs> the Caucasian lead. But I'm different, y'all. So, I'm old. Uh, you see this white strand in my hair? I always hair? thought like I mean I, don't, I'm <laughs> I never I never seen the story, but I always thought of like you know how X Men plays on the whole like like idea of of how uh, racism is, is done or whatever right um the balance of we are different uh, and it's kind of like it was i thought it was always kind of interesting when it comes back to them when they are faced with someone that's who's even more different from them and just like the balance of trying to show mm-hmm. uh the two on in, in relation as opposed to humans to mutants to mutants to morlocks i thought that would be cool um mm-hmm. Yeah. So Morlocks are one of the many, many things that X3 messed up because uh, the basically a lot of the army that Magneto used uh, were yeah. meant to represent Morlocks. Uh, I blanked that out of my <laughs> now, head. To be I, clear, I don't hate. I I don't. I don't hate that movie. I enjoyed it for what it was. But Troy, man, uh, listen, Troy listen, bro. First, I was like. Cyclops can die. Cool, right? <laughs> He's annoying. I mean, yeah, right? That's fine. He was a terrible Cyclops. But when they kill, quote unquote, killed Xavier, I'm like, bro, all right, you, you're doing too much, man. And then, mind you, then also, I hate Brett Ratner, the director. So I'm not even gonna get into that. Um, but yeah, no, like, he's problematic. He's, he's annoying. Um, so anyhow, uh, I just, yeah, like I said, Logan, it's a very strong start for for comic book movies this year. As in nerd, it's like a win for entertainment. So because like my 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 favorite thing about this is that now studios can when people say oh there's too many comic book movies out right there's too many comic book movies out now it shows you you could do comic book movies completely different you don't have to do this, this yeah. big mm-hmm. thing so I hope and pray for the future of I, these um, especially with this Nightwing news um, that that they keep, that they can push in into different <laughs> directions as far as how comic book movies are approached. I just hope this shows. Um, the other studios that the the 
MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe's formula, is not the only way to do a superhero movie because mm-hmm. as good as some several of those movies are, um, that that formula is tired and they need to step back and figure out what they want to do yes. next to keep it going for the next ten years. Yeah, yeah I. I also want to add to that and say, like, these, like, writer-director director combos have been very, to me, kind of crucial in these last few years that, that we've been noticing. Everything from Mr. Robot, Sam Esmail, and then the Legion writer, and then now with, with, with James Mangold, when a writer-slash-director has a vision of something and they see it so clearly, even if it's something that seems like off-road and in uncharted territory that's where you get kind of the the highest reward you you can look at at deadpool even like he broke barriers as well for these type of of films that are pushing boundaries in terms of of maturity and it pushed wolverine and logan into an area where it probably should have always been which is like this dude has claws like um (laughs) he he should probably be decapitated and so like Let's let, let's like from this point forward, like stop re- refraining from like showing the full potential in kind of every facet of the superhero genre. I'll, I'll uh, yeah, I'll end it with I'll this. End it with this quote that um, to your point, uh, James Mangold was asked if they were going to release a director's cut to the movie, and he goes, "Yes, of course we are. It's in theaters right now." That was like. And the whole <laughs> that was a big shot. I was like, fire, <laughs> drop the mic. All right, cool. <laughs> so, and, yep. and then he slapped everybody there. <laughs> um, but no, thank you, Jane Mangle. Thank you again, Hugh Jackman. Thank you, Patrick Stewart. Uh, Thank you, Daphne King. I'm miss. I'm. I'm honestly when uh, the, uh, when at the end when like like it was officially over for him. I was like, I'm actually very sad that he's gone. You know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was like, okay, I was like okay, 11 for- years old. Like, no, I'm sorry, like 12 years old when he came out, and now I'm like, I'm yeah. about to be old. I'm old, so- and he's just not yeah. my guy anymore. Like, how weird is that? I genuinely wasn't sad to see it, to 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 see that ending because I think. It's yeah, time, yeah, I know, know to to lay down that. Like we don't, like, you know what I mean? But yeah, I know like we're not going to get that I, again. I you know, like uh, hopefully right. it's like the 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 end of, of an era. Yeah, basically, hopefully, like when, whenever I, I when I have a child, like like I get like someone gets a thing where like like they're attached to this character, they get to play them throughout these years, and they grew up with this thing, and then learn the lessons that he's uh, kind of learn the lessons that that he went through to to build the character. But uh, anyway, anyway, just get on my house. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. Before we switch topics, switch. I just want to say shout out to the uh, the chubby little <laughs> black, sh- shout out to the chubby little black kid with the uh, with the Carry electric out. powers. He was I've never I've never seen somebody run so fast. No, some there we go. So, I was, I was cracking. Like, I was like, is that his superpower? <laughs> he was out, bro. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> it was like y'all thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. Is he, is he have super? Is this Quicksilver too? <laughs> Using the kinetic energy from the electricity. Um, anyway. All right, so uh, I guess we can switch topics. Hey, two. Uh, <laughs> I, I literally just did that pun. You can't do it twice. Yeah, because... yeah twi- you have to. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Up. Let me just switch out of this conversation and talk about Thank you. the Nintendo Switch, which finally <sighs> came out. Uh, March, so we are. Uh, what are we? We are two weeks, three weeks in, two weeks in, to this. I think yeah, two weeks. Third, we are zero days yeah, in. Are, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> we are two weeks into having the system officially released. Um, I love mine. I'm just gonna go ahead and, and start, <clears throat> start out with that. Uh, fortunately, 
yeah, I have like one of the like you know, obviously there's been a little bit of hiccups with the, its launch, or whatever. I have one of the systems that actually are doing well. Let me knock on lock on some wood really quick, and I don't <laughs> mine run, run perfect. Uh, it I mean it's I my, my 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 I will say my favorite thing about this is the idea that every day that I hold this thing, first off, it's there's always like a moment where I'm like, yo, I'm holding a console in my hand, right? I don't know if that happens to you. Yeah, either. that's but yeah. It's, it's I play trippy, it for a yeah. second, and like every day, it hits me. I'm like, yo, I have a console in my hand. Like I'm, I'm walking to the bathroom with a console yeah. in my hand. I'm like going to get the mail with a console in my hand. Like I, it always happens. <laughs> like every once, once, uh, once a day for me. Everything I play with. Um, too, but yeah, I. It's just it's my. I was telling, uh, I was telling my mom this. Like I was like, do you remember when I used to take my TV, my Shanice's TV, my youngest sister's TV, outside? Right, <laughs> I would take a PlayStation outside. This is the most. <laughs> you remember? You remember how small my back porch was, and in, in the garage. No, remember when I put it in the garage, Sean? I would bring her TV down, yeah, and I would put a PlayStation out in the garage because I just wanted this idea that, like, I could have Sean and I mean, and Kyle and Andre come over, and we could play games in in the garage, right? And now I literally can take my entire console out and play it whenever you want. Like, if you'd have told me that as a kid, I could do that. Living the dream. Do I'd have been punched you in your goddamn yeah. like there's no so I am so like <laughs> elated that literally I have this this thing and it's successful so far, like that I have this console that's out and I can just I keep thinking of things and games that I can I can I, 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 I of what I'll be able to play in the future with it. I'm so happy for it, but uh, I, I real quick, I just wanna say before y'all get into the love fest, I just wanna <laughs> say, um people were skeptical of how well this was gonna do. But um, demand has been enormous to the point that uh, Nintendo just announced that they are ramping up uh, production from eight million to sixteen million uh, uh, within the next few months. They, they, so they, they, that's they, a they, that's a large. They got to get it in before yeah. summer when people start taking all these trips or whatever. Because my my biggest mm-hmm. thing with the Nintendo, uh, I'm not telling my boy Ernie, I'm like, all right, that controller. I have the red and blue one. That controller pops. Right, like if you are out in a crowd and you see, you can see that red. I was, we, I went to the mall like the weekend after I got it, mm-hmm. and like you can, like kids were like looking like around corners and like because they could see like the red in the controller. <laughs> so they have to get that thing out before the summer because when people start taking these trips on airplanes and people keep seeing like, like a kid will see somebody playing the switch and they say, "Mom, I want that" or whatever. And then especially before Christmas, um, mm-hmm. they got to get these ramps because that was the one thing about the Wii U, but also didn't have the demand that they didn't. They couldn't. Uh, they didn't sell as many because they didn't make as many. And also with the Nintendo Classic uh, re, re, uh, remix that they recently put out, they people wanted that thing a lot, and you know they didn't put much in stores as well. That and Pokemon Go. I think there's just like a, a renewed interest in in Nintendo properties, even from people who didn't grow up with it. So uh, I think I, I think the Switch has real potential. And the best part about it being so in demand is that the more they sell, the more likely third parties are gonna uh, be to yes. come over. Yeah, and so I can take literally any game. I, I, I there are so many games that I want to play just outside, just on the go that I can't right now. Um, and so the idea of those coming to the Switch just once once I have it <laughs> will be Eventually. amazing. Yeah. Um. So I have to speak to like my personal relationship with my Switch, which is like <laughs> I don't know why, but but every every time I like switch from like console to like handheld, I'm I'm flipped yes. out, and it's it's just because like I'll. I'll be be playing it, and then like I'm like, oh, let me go into the living room and watch some some TV, and I go to do that, and I turn it on, and it like it's at the same place. <laughs> I'm like Link in the woods, like still fighting that same 
bear or whatever. And it's like, it's, it, it's something simple, but it's also very yeah. surreal at the same time where like there's this cognitive like separation between like console and, and handheld where like it's no longer my Game Boy or 3DS that I'm using. It's actually like a console with like console graphics that I'm holding yes. in my hands. And um, I, I, I can't help but like think of like, you know, what the, the PSP a- attempted to do, but I feel like fate has basically always destined Nintendo to, to be the one to do this because technically like the Game Boy is the first like portable most system. popular well well t- technically in in terms of of system it's like the like most popular system um that's 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 ever True. been made basically and so even when nintendo wasn't um victorious in other areas they've always been victorious in in their handheld and so mm-hmm. with with this it's like a merger of these two sides of, of themselves one is the kind of home console that uh, Nintendo has kind of been faltering ever since GameCube, where I feel like they were, um, they started to get plagued with third-party support, you know, people dropping out and them relying more on their first party. Um, but now with the success of this, as, as Sean said, with now the, the possibility of third-party developers coming back to Nintendo and then opening up this avenue of being able to, to play these games on the go, you know, there's no other console now that offers it, and so they really kind of have ownership over this one area. And it's 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 you know it's the, my other favorite thing about it that I keep noticing like it hasn't even become like the ultimate everyday system. And when it does, it's really going to be like it doesn't have a browser yet, right? It doesn't have it doesn't have Netflix right. or Hulu or but I mean I, Reggie uh, Fizeme actually recently said they're going to be adding that stuff. But when that stuff gets added, like what like I'm literally <laughs> the idea that I will just be able to take um, just take I mean just just I'll have everything in in one thing and I won't have to constantly keep moving. Uh, I mean going from my phone to my TV to a certain thing. Like it's even cool to the fact that like okay I I, I have my Xbox hooked up right. And I'll have my switch out, and <clears throat> I have my switch. And I mean, I have my Xbox. My Xbox is linked to my satellite, so I watch TV right uh, through my Xbox. And then as soon as I want to play the switch, like on the TV, I literally just I put the switch in the dock, and then it switches like it switches the input, like the input goes everything, and the controller's on and everything. Like I literally just put the system, and it makes sure. All right, now it's time to play the switch, and it's like your life switches. The convenience of. <laughs> Of that, and and my other thing is like it just feels so natural taking it in and out of that of that dock, like I'll like if I'm, yeah. I'm, I'll be playing like I said I'll be playing Zelda and I'm like okay I gotta, I gotta use the bathroom so I just get up I walk to the switch I lift it up it's right there I just go to the bathroom and I'm in there for like you know Troy it's not going anywhere it's gonna be there <laughs> you know <laughs> either way once you have the switch you can't spend more than ten you can't, seconds like, seriously and, it, and it's one of the it's in my field of view. I'm, as not, even, we speak. I'm not even even like joking about that, but it's just here's like like until you have the system in your hands, you will not, you do not understand like how much like you like I mind you like I, I didn't think like if Nintendo would have came up with something else, right? I'm sure it would have just kind of went under the like we would have just put that under the bridge, right? It'd just been like a system. They had a weird gimmick to it, but like when you realize you have a console in your hand and you can just take it anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And just do whatever. Like the power. I went, okay, I went. I went. Uh, I went and seen Kong uh, last week, and it was me, my, uh, my family, whatever. And um, I brought the Switch with me. And as soon as we got out of the theater, because Sierra was down for summer, my, my younger sister. And um, as soon as we got out of the theater, I, I 
I took the switch out. We sat. There's a dining area at the at the, middle of the theater. I popped the switch up. I gave her a controller, and we literally played snipper clips for like five five minutes. Like come on, like come on, man. Like like of being like of being able to do that when I, I'm just imagine if I have road trips or whatever. If I'm on like when I, I'm on an airline and I'm just waiting, like I would literally don't care about sitting at an airport anymore. Like I can imagine that. Like just being, mm-hmm. uh, it's just gonna be. Yeah. Oh my god. Like no, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on seeing one woman and going right? there like very early. Right? I'm definitely going to have my, have have my switch like sitting there waiting like yep like six hours ahead of time just like <laughs> waste away these hours. No, I okay. just I. I just want to say one one thing, one more thing about the Switch, real fast. There's still a lot of people online who insist that they don't understand, they don't think it's a good idea. Here's the thing: if you don't, if you're not interested in the Switch, don't buy the Switch, don't play the Switch, don't worry about it. Let everybody who wants it, who enjoys it, enjoy it. You sit over there with your consoles and your PCs, and you have a good time. Those of us who care, that doesn't do that. make any sense to me. Sean. <laughs> those, those of us who care, <laughs> having the time of our lives, and I mean, I don't see why yes. it concerns you so much. It's the same people that were like when when Rock Band initially came out, and they're like, "It's not a real guitar." I'm like, "Let me like, have fun, obvious. please." I, 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 I Obviously, it's not a guitar. Isn't nothing but five buttons and and a, yeah. and a string bar. Like, <laughs> Can I just enjoy this from musician music? Um, so uh. And and I and it's funny because like people say that right, but until you get that system in your hand, I, I like I, I, literally you have to. It's one of those things. And the convenient and the smart, the smartest about it about mm-hmm. Switch, right, is literally you can take mm-hmm. it anywhere and anybody can try it. That's the only like <laughs> you can't do that with the Xbox. You gotta go to a store and play that specifically. If I want it right now, I could drive. I won't. <laughs> Uh, I could drive to Sean's house. <laughs> I, I felt like that was a personal attack, and uh-huh. <laughs> that was. Not- <laughs> I wanted to express it. It's, it's ten o'clock. I wait a minute. Just showed up. <laughs> um, but I could literally like, yo, you want to try to switch? Sure, I'll bring it over. Bow. And I don't gotta bring a bunch of like, I I have I have Rock Band, and I have to bring it to my family events all the time. You understand how like menacing <laughs> and how like, annoying <laughs> it is carrying all this stuff. <laughs> Like, I have to think and plan and make sure I don't forget anything or whatever. But Switch, I literally, everything is attached to it. And then on top of that, I have a Google Pixel phone. So the charger, all the extra charges I have, it's a USB-C plug, literally fit into that. So I'm, like, it's the easiest. It's so convenient to my life. Just with the, with the, I, I don't want to get, like, too high on this because there are, there are some, like, notable people are saying, like, certain things with, like, dead pixels in the screen. Uh, the, there's a, like a controller with their left. Uh, there's the left controller isn't syncing properly or whatever. Um, isn't there uh, like a scr- um, screen and obviously like the biggest, with the um, the dock also? There's with the dock or whatever. Um, but also for the, I will say the only complaint I mean that I will knock with that right is that you have a three hundred dollars system right. Like I whenever I put that thing back in the dock, you better one. Well, first off, even before I do that, I get a screen protector. You get a you get a screen protector for anything that is expensive. I don't understand these people that have an iPhone or anything like a smartphone and don't put a screen protector on anything. Like put a screen protector on your phone. Things scratch. It's glass. Um, but first, put a screen protector on this switch thing. Mind you, get a tempered glass one. The regular the ones that aren't tempered glass do not work because the the uh, the the surface is is plastic for the the uh, the. The lens, I mean, the, the main lens on the Switch is plastic, and it's not going to work well with a plastic screen protector. Um, but also, when you when I, I have a three hundred dollars system, if I ever when I put this thing into the dock, I'm making for making for damn sure. I'm sorry, guys, mm. that I'm not <sighs> entering it in the wrong way Language. to scratch the screen. It's a three hundred dollars mm-hmm. system. 
Like these people that are saying they're scratching, like, yeah, don't just shove a thing, a daggone, I'm going to cuss even more. So, don't shove a daggone thing in there all hard and daunting with a $300 system. But, to, to be it's fair, like, though, Nintendo has always appealed to kids, and kids don't care. And it's going, it's going That's true. To no, you're right. I apologize. I apologize. You're right. But it, it also reminds you of these people that were, like, surprised that the iPhone 6 had a bending yeah, issue. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, don't bend your phone. <laughs> <laughs> don't put your phone... Who... People that people that put their phone in their back pocket also are weird to me anyway. Why are you putting your phone in your back? I like uh, you got to sit down, there, but that's another. That's another. I ran another. for another. Day. That's, a, that's an old man. You're that's you're an old man. Control. Right. Let's get, get back. Get back. Not these kids on my um, lawn. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> back in my day, I had 64. I had Nintendo. I had to blow into the conscious for it. Because it's true. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, back to my my whole thing. Uh, um, like you have to have the system in your hands, and I will say the 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 best thing to test this system out with is Zelda Breath of the Goddamn Wild. Even you saying that, I'm like end this podcast and play it right now. <laughs> I know, honestly, I'm like thinking of like what I'm gonna do next, I and when I as soon as I get out of, out of the podcast, I'm gonna finish Final um, Fantasy 15 because I don't. Hilarious, yeah. Ethan. You can start because I can. I can. I can talk about my experience with this game all day. But go, go ahead, Ethan. Okay. Um. So yeah. Uh, Breath of the Wild is a lifestyle. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's not a game. It's a way of living. Um. As I, I I remember when the trailer first came out and I talked about it on on the show and I was like Breath of the Wild, Breath of my life, and that is literally what, <laughs> what it it has become. It has surpassed what I expected it to be. Um. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is one of my all-time favorite games. To me, there has been no Zelda game to even, like, touch it. Like, I didn't like Majora's Mask. Uh, Wind Waker was was strong in in its own way. Twilight Princess was maybe the closest thing to a 3D console game to Ocarina of Time. But this, far and away, uh, surpasses Ocarina of Time. And I never would have thought that I said that. That, to me, is kind of sacrilege. But in, in terms of, 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 of gameplay, of the amount of space that you have to like work with and the feeling, mm. the sense of adventure, I've never felt like this for a game before. Yes. Like it feels like I'm literally like foraging through the woods, like I'm, you know, hunting for things. I'm riding on horseback through this vast horizon. I've played this game for hours upon hours, and like I have not seen like half of this world. Like that's both Yo. enticing and frightening <laughs> to me. Like you know, because I'm someone who like gets lost like around my own development, um, and yet mm. that that whole sense of adventure is is the name of this game. Uh, the the gameplay is basically as you expect, only it's a lot more interactive as the things that you do have a real-time effect. You can push a boulder down a mountain and it's going to actually you know, have a physics engine which show the boulder go down and it has to be at like the right angle because just because you push it doesn't mean that it's going to hit the intended target. Um, you are dealing with the elements. You, you have fire. You get to climb mountains. Like, almost like anything you can think of, they've put into this game. Um, the only downside that I could maybe think of would be there is some slow, like like lag, like slowdown. But I mean that's to be expected in a game this big. Like um, you'd be hard pressed to find 
a game that uh, doesn't encounter some slowdown at, at, at some point in time. And the only other thing, uh, which kind of goes back to Ocarina of Time, which to me had like the best music of a, a video game ever, um, is the fact that like this is a very quiet game, which makes sense because you are listening to ambient noises. You're having to sneak up on either enemies or horses in, in order to climb them and to ride them. But as a result, the musical score maybe feels lacking at, at times. Like when, when you get in, into battle, of course, there's there's battle music, but there's not really like a full like, yeah. you know, orchestra sound until you go into like the, the villages. But aside from that, this game feels literally perfect. Yeah. I, and just to tag on to your thing about the music, I will say when the music does kick in, it it knows when to kick in, though. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. It's very important. Yeah. Um, uh, but, I will, okay, so my takeaway from Breath of the Wild is there's a moment after I, I started, I played the game for like two hours. The first time I played it, I played it like two hours straight. And there's a moment after you get through like the beginning part where it's just kind of like their version of a tutorial thing, if that, because mm-hmm. this guy, this game kind of, it doesn't hold your hand much. Like yeah. you kind of just got to figure out what you're doing. I missed um, out on pants. But, That's what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, I, but I love a treasure chest. So I was yes, walking but, without pants for like two hours. Anyway, I feel like that was emotional. And that's the other thing. My, my, mind you, everyone I talk to has a different story about how they play this game. It's so crazy. Yeah. But, but there's a moment after two hours of playing, right, where after you go through like the tutorial and you get all your your main like these main runes or whatever, where I'm like I stop playing and I'm like I you get this overwhelming sense that like I can literally do anything <laughs> in this game. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there was a moment like when I there was like a mission where he basically tells you that you need to hunt. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when I realize like. No, like, like you. There's no heart. There's, there's no. You don't break a a a a, a pot open and a heart is there, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to make your food. You have to hunt for your food. Yeah. You have to make proper ingredients. Like you can't cook a bug with an apple and a steak and some right, like in some wheat and then a goblin horn and think that oh this is gonna be a good meal. Like no, you, it'll be a terrible <laughs> meal for you. Whatever. Yeah. You have to think cool. about everything. And I'm like, I've never. The last time I had that sense of discovery, where like when I hit that moment, I was like, "What else can I do in this game?" Yeah. I was like, "What in my brain?" I kept thinking of things in it. And the last time I ever had that was when I first got the Wii, right? Mm-hmm. When I first got the Wii, and I was telling my my Ernie about this. When I first got the Wii, I played Wii Sports, right? And it's the first introduction to playing with a hand a system which is motion based. I played tennis. I played baseball, I did boxing, and I was like, yo, what else can I do with this controller, <laughs> right? Like, what would playing Madden be like? What, like, what <clears throat> What would if, like, a, there was a Star Wars game, like, what would that be like, right? So, for Zelda, when you get that, get to that moment where it's after the tutorials and they just say, all right, if you want, you can face the main boss right now, or, t- or you can figure out what else the hell else you want to do to get to the story, like... They don't walk you through anything, and I, this is the only game ever. It's the most. It's the the. If you want to think free world, right? Like, that is literally a free world. Like you have to think about everything that you want to do and whether or not it makes sense. Yeah. There's if you go there's to a desert. There's cactus, right? And there'll be fruit on top of the cactus. Now you think, oh, I'll just walk up and get the fruit out the cactus. Like you can't do that because obviously in your brain. If you go to grab it, your hand is going to hit a, crack, a cactus prick and you're, it's going to hurt. So you have to take an arrow and shoot the fruit <laughs> off of the cactus to grab the fruit. Because, like, little stuff like yeah. that 
is the craziest thing I did. Okay, my, my one thing I, I did this the other night. Um, all right, if you wear too much metal, lightning comes in and hits you, right? It's like, right? Oh, so, oh, so it's I not got, perfect, I see. Yeah. <laughs> you got us, <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. All right. End of the, end of the show. So, I, okay. So, if you have, like, if you have a metal shield, you have a metal arrow, you have, like, metal clothing, you have to change out of it, right? So, I was in this jungle area, and there's a big lighting storm. And I was, like, um, I went to, like, this fort where these enemies were. I was above them on this, this ridge, and I had a metal sword, right? So, you can time when the lightning's about to hit because, like, event, like you'll see, like, these little sparks come out of it. And as it gets faster, it blows up. So what I did was, as soon as I seen, like, felt the timing of the lightning coming, I took my sword and I threw it at the enemies, <laughs> and the lightning bolt hit the sword and killed the enemies. Like what? That's something, that's something <laughs> we would make up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as a child, I would think of stuff like that. So, like, I don't under. And now I'm like scared to play any <laughs> open world game. Like I played, I played Metal Gear Solid Five uh, two years ago. Right, a year and a half ago, and I thought that is an amazing open world game, right? Mm-hmm. But this dude, Zelda, Easy Ayanuma, uh, Shigeru uh, Miyamoto, um, friggin', I had the director's name written down, um, uh, Hidemaru Fu- uh, Fujibayashi, like they took in like a leap and bound as to what uh, uh, as to what free world should be. So like no other game that I play from here on out, free world means like. It's not even a free world. It's just like computer and generalized world. Because like literally, when I play, I'm in this world. I feel like I'm in a free world. It's so weird, man. I can't, I can't describe it unless you play. And mind you, when I've seen trailers for it, like last year, I was like, okay, because I'm not even like a big Zelda fan, right? Mm-hmm. So going into this, I'm like, I'm like kind of optimistic. I mean, it's a Nintendo, so I know it's going to be a game, good game. But I had no idea the level of how great this is going to be. And I can say it now, and I was telling Sean last week, I wasn't sure, this is my favorite game of all time. Um, I've never spent this much amount of time <laughs> with a game. I, sen- I sense that. This, you, like, <laughs> in this, in this, like, I love, Super Smash Brothers is my favorite, was my favorite game of all time, right? Mm-hmm. The Mass Effect series was my favorite games of all time, right? Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild is like my, I I and if I have kids, I, I'm keeping the system, and I want them to know how great of a game. Like, oh man! Not- and then mind you, they don't have to. They, my other thing about Nintendo makes me so happy. They don't have to do blood and gore and cussing and killing and, and driving cars and banging ho- like like all the super <laughs> hypersensitive stuff that America that America does or whatever with these games where you have to have a gun and think that's the thing and have to have blood and stuff for the game to be a popping thing like no they just took an art a, 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 an art style and made it pop like they oh, I'm sorry okay I'm done I'm, I'm just gonna keep talking nah, yeah, I mean, but, but basically <laughs> what, what you're saying is that Breath of the Wild has revolutionized free world and I completely ag- agree with him um, I feel like Nintendo is the forerunner I mean you can talk and anything about within the past few years there there are mistakes but when they get games right they get them so right and breath of the wild 2 is my favorite game that i've probably ever in super smash brothers from kingdom hearts like this is just on sure. a, a another level that it doesn't make any sense. i feel like i i for some reason felt ahead of time when i was like making a big deal out of the trailer and i don't even know like 
where that fully came from, but I was just like, I have to get this game. Like, I have to get this console for this, this game because I felt like Nintendo was going to say something with it, and they have said something with it because it, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, like, um, oh, so for, I, I, I don't, I don't see this game unseating Final Fantasy X or Mass Effect Two as my favorite games of all time, but I am prepared to let it try. You gotta mm-hmm. try it, man. I will. Literally, proves me wrong. I'm telling you, you just gotta try it, man. <clears throat> you just like I, I don't I don't know what it was, but it just at one point when the dude there's a dude tells you you have to hunt for food, it just clicked for me that I'm like, yo, like, no, <laughs> I can do anything. I I can do anything. I like and anything oh my gosh, man. For you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will say back to the music. Um, all right, so the composers here are uh, I'm, I'm butchering name, but it's uh, Manaka Karoka and Yasuaki Iwata. Um, now they did the last Animal Crossing, um, right? So if you notice that, like with like how the piano is more is more noticeable um, with like their riffs, or whatever. I like I like I, I do like like notes because I, I sometimes it gets stuck in my head. That's my favorite thing about Nintendo in general. Mm-hmm. Like their theme songs will get stuck in your head very yeah. easily. Um, so and just the sound de- design in general like i was playing in headphones last night and i it's raining outside you hear the rain it's pouring down or whatever and then you go into a house and then you can still like hear like you'll hear like the rain like hitting parts of the house and like the thunder lightning and hit stuff hitting yeah. back out or whatever it's just also, ah, it's so immersive man graphically it's it, it's beautiful too there there's moments where it's like it's raining and then like the sunlight is hitting the the wet mountainside and it's like glistening a certain way that just feels so like almost photo realistic it's it's a it's a beautiful game as well that that shouldn't be discounted yeah it's just it's just that art style that's the thing and the other thing with nintendo like they focus on if they have a good art style for a thing then they will make it work they don't have to have a, a hyper realistic thing where they have to take like start with battlefront did when they took which I, to me, I thought was cheating. But they would take <laughs> these these uh, super HD pictures of landscapes and then paste them on top of a land that they built in, in a game, whatever. Right. So that was it. so. Mind you, it looked amazing, right? But like compared to like actually creating like a like an actual world, <laughs> like Zelda, every part of Zelda's world, like every different world, town, feels like a completely different game. Yeah. Every part, like you have to approach every single part of that that uh, area, and it's like a completely different game. And to your frame rate issue, Ethan, I, I will say the slowdown happens for me specifically when it's daytime and I go into a forest. Yeah, right. That's because I- like every everything is in the forest. Like they got like pollen coming up from the grass, <laughs> like wind effect, like hitting the leaves or whatever. Animals yeah. frolicking, like um, bugs. Like you see, like all that going on in one area. So like that's when it happens to me. But like if I'm in an open field or water, or even when I'm fighting like one of the bigger bosses or whatever, mm-hmm. um, like it doesn't happen to me there, but just specifically in that forest. So yeah, and I, I bet you they wanted more time with that. Definitely anyway. not a big issue. I feel like it probably has to do with maybe like the, the even the, the small things like the... Yeah blades of grass mixed with all the other creatures that you mentioned in like a certain area and just kind of it being a lot and even when it happens it's not like this horrible thing that like shuts down the console it just like lasts for like a few seconds and then it's over and then also i like i also get this i meant to say that when i started to realize this is my favorite game i even told sean i was like 
I don't think I want to finish this game. Like there was a point <laughs> last week where I was like, I don't want to finish that game. And when people were mad about like when Nintendo announced that there's going to be DLC, like where they're adding a hard mode, they're adding a bunch of puzzles in the summer. And then at the end of the year, they're going to have all new story content. Do you understand? Like keep, yes, I will pay $20 a year. If you keep adding stuff to this world, like that world yeah. is, can be eight different games if it wanted to. Like I would love, like, I would just love, like, I could hit a, press an amiibo and I could get Mars from Fire Emblems into the game or something. Like, like, just in that world. Like, in that world. Keep, like, just keep making games, but just, like, add extra stuff for that world. So, imagine if they just made this the basis for a whole new series um, <laughs> and they just kept building with their own characters. I would, literally, I would not mind. Yeah. I wouldn't care. Yeah. yeah. So, I can, and I just imagine, like, what if. I'll what if there the was like a a friggin' uh, a Nintendo MMO where it was like the universe of like all the characters in in this world? <laughs> that would be just uh, awesome. So, um, yeah, that game is perfect, man. I just I can't I, I just don't see anything wrong with that game. Like I I you have to nitpick to say yeah. something was wrong with that game. There's nothing. And that's why, like, I, I knew, like, this this was coming, so I had to find things. I'm like, okay, the the slowdown, the music, it could be more <laughs> musicer. So, uh, <laughs> I actually read someone today say that the gameplay was subpar. So, I mean, somebody yeah, doesn't like it. <laughs> okay, well, here's yeah. here's here's like something else. Like, it's part of the game, but like my freaking weapons break all the time, and I know that's yeah. like part of it. And like, but like, I just want them to last like a bit longer. And I'm sure like once I get further down the game, they'll have more durability. But like, I don't want to use weapons because I'm like, it's gonna break. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will say, I mean, well, some at one point, you'll want your weapons to break. Like, you'll be like, okay, uh, I have too many weapons. <laughs> I want to grab this other weapon, and I can't because none of my other weapons. So it kind of, it's funny how it starts like that, and then it, you get the entire flip of it um, eventually. I don't, okay, I, 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 let's end it here. I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. As Troy, Troy just, that's, that's all I am. He just. In closing, get Zelda, get a Switch, you guys. Like, when I'm so happy stock. for Nintendo right now. When it's in stock. Um, uh, GameStop has them in this weekend, so get your thing or whatever. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm happy. I'm just happy for this. Is, Nintendo needed a win to end, to end the show properly. Nintendo needed a win. Like, for years, we've gotten this, this, this console wars, which I still think is dumb, between PlayStation and X, uh, Xbox, which is like this whole frat bro thing where they try to, to clown the system. And Nintendo's been humble, whatever. And mind you, I don't want there's no, I don't want even from my Nintendo fan base, I don't want any flack from them for saying like we're better or anything. Because I seen somebody had a negative negative opinion on Zelda, and like people were attacking him for it. But I'm like, yo, it's one guy's opinion on a game you love, mm-hmm. yeah. literally. Everyone else in the world is saying how much they love this game, and one guy doesn't like it. Yes, there's going to be some uh, some people that don't like it. You think if I gave my mom uh, a freak like the Switch to play Zelda, like she's like, oh, I love this game. Like, no, my mom, like everyone in the world, isn't going to like this game. So let him have his thing, but enjoy the game. Like, why do you, we get so caught up in this idea that we need the approval of other things, or whatever? Right. But like, if you try the thing, you love the thing. I, I like Bat- I love Batman versus Superman. Batman, look at that. Like Batman versus Superman. Like I love Batman versus Superman. And what do you think? And just take that into expense as the idea of of how I feel about other people's opinions for things. <laughs> and just go about that. Agreed. Yeah. Anyhow. All right. So I mean, you guys want any final words before I wrap this show up about the Switch? Um, I think you. you the Switch you and Logan. Excuse me. What? And and Logan. <laughs> and Logan. I'm sorry. And Logan. I apologize. Uh-huh. Yeah. Logan. Yeah. Logan. 
Thank you, man. All right, so uh, remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Join our Facebook group and rate our show on iTunes. We are back again. Love you guys. This is Troy signing out. Thank you all. I have been Ethan. And I'm Sean. And I'll go. <laughs> but I know. Hell no. Are you I'll think of you. <laughs> I love you guys. Peace. We out.